Where am I? Urana. Arsend of the Arsend of the world. Urana, yes, yes, this is Urana. All right, we're back again. We're talking about Glitch. We're talking Glitch, Urana. I don't know why I rolled my tongue on the Y there, but they're in Urana. Got me, John Boy, I'm your host, along with Evan, my co-host. Hello. Coming to you from the U.S. of A. We are not Australian, which is a tough, tough break, although I did live there at one point in my life. But talking episode three of season two of Glitch. This one, actually, I, I didn't see a name for this one. We had Two Truths, then Ashes to Ashes, and this one just said episode three when I looked it up. Which I'm not sure that like the I like trying to figure out what they name them and if it holds any meaning. Did you check Wikipedia? No, I didn't. I checked IMDb though. All right, hold what? on. I'm on. Let me check Wikipedia quick. Okay. So I, while you're checking, I I will say right off the bat. To be announced. Okay. Maybe there. Uh, that doesn't, seems like something <laughs> that should have happened. <laughs> I will say that this wasn't. Uh, I don't know. This episode didn't grip me as much as the first two where I don't know if I'm like, I need answers quicker. I don't know if like, I'm just so confused now at some point they're going to lose me if they don't start connecting some pieces together. Yeah, it was, it was this episode had had a lot of action in it. Obviously. Yeah, we, had but, a, we had a chase scene. Yeah, sure did. And you know, we brought a couple more people into the loop. Officer Chris, he knows now. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of just followed the bad people a little bit more on their journey. But we didn't really get the answers we needed. We didn't really get any closer to the important things. Like, really, what's going on at Norgard, like, with maybe bad researcher lady. We got a little bit more about Alicia and William's storyline, but still not enough. Are we going to kind of left that hanging? Are we going to pivot to just calling him William now and no longer John? Because it's 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 a thing of confusion for me. We can pick whatever. Will John. Let's call him Will John. Okay, Will John. It sounds better than John Will. Because that okay. sounds like you're starting a sentence and not finishing it. Like John Will, John will do what? So we'll say Will John. You realize that Will John is the exact same situation. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can easily start a sentence. No, I didn't put that together. Anyway, all right. So this episode, yeah, you, like you said, Sarah's more thought out in the mix. We got Kate's kind of doing her own thing. We fleshed out Kirsten more. Let's just go straight. Let's talk. Let's go dive into the storylines because a lot happened, but not that much happened. I feel like let's go let's start with Alicia. Everything we know about Alicia starts off her and Will John are on the run. And she tells him, what does she even say? Like, she's like, I can't explain it to you with words, but if you hang around long enough, you'll realize. What she said was really interesting to me was when she was like, I came back as Alicia. Right. Before that, I was like you. So is she just body swapping? Is she? That's, yes. I Cause, mean. Because that, that brings a whole nother element to it. Alicia was basically the main plot point throughout this whole uh, episode, which is yeah. why I didn't really like it as much as the others, because everything else just seemed secondary to it. But, I mean, it sounded like she said, Alicia McKellar died four years ago, and I took over her body, and I know you from 300 years ago. 
So, in fact, Alicia McKellar is not 300 years old, but yeah, and then whatever she is, like some spirit or someone who's just like body hopping, obviously knew Will John from his pirate Navy pirate day. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, it really, I, it didn't make sense to me. I mean, that's how I read it, but I don't know if that's correct. I read it as she's just been body hopping around. But she was with her lesbian lover with all that research that worked for Norgard. And then the person in her body is understanding and continuing that research. So it sounds like unless she means. That's a good point. Unless she means she was born into Alicia's body. And it, I have no, I, it's it, tough to say because at one time, right, she was doing the research as Alicia before dying. But it kind of goes back to what we said uh, in the season one recap about, or the episode one recap, that, you know, she died with a wife or a girlfriend, whatever they were, but she came back and she had no interest in going back to see her. She mm-hmm. basically only had an interest in Will John. Yeah. So it, that makes me think that she wasn't Alicia before she died. Like, this spirit kind of went into this dead body as soon as Alicia died. And that maybe she wasn't, maybe Alicia was working on this stuff, but didn't know as much as this spirit entity. Oh, really confusing. Yeah, it, that, it's really <laughs> like melted my brain a little. I don't really get it at all. I'm hoping it makes more sense, but it seems like it won't make sense because she's dead now, I think. As if anyone can be dead in the glitch world. Right. But if that's the theory, then who's to say she doesn't come back in another body? That this season and kind of saves face. My my main thought is that she's gonna come back, mm-hmm. like how casually she returned, which we said on the last two episodes, feels like yeah. she's done it a million times, and maybe she did have a stroke and she was like, Fuck, restart the video game, and then she has to start over. And now this time she got stabbed right. by Phil. Maybe these angel hunters or whatever you want to call Vic, uh, Phil, Sarah have killed her many of times and they are just coming back in whatever body dies around her. Right. And then it seems like she does have some sort of control because it's pretty clear she's choosing what she reincarnates as. Yeah. I guess. Otherwise, you know, she could come back a dude or like as an aardvark or something, you know, yeah. maybe she did. She did seem to genuinely have a connection <clears throat> with Will John and love him. And they went for a little Look. swim in the river, which was all foreshadowing because she had the line like, we float in the river, we're born in the river, it's natural. And then at the end of the episode, she died in the river. So that was a little bit of good there writing. You go. Good writing by yeah. the glitch writers. But to, to backtrack a second, if this, if Alicia's whole reason for, because she kind of also mentions that, doesn't she mention that bringing everyone else back was kind of just a side effect of bringing Will John back? Yeah, so that was actually my favorite bit of knowledge we got where I was like, okay, something I can sink my teeth into and respect. We now know that her goal was to bring Will John back and she doesn't know how the others, she doesn't know if it was a side effect of what she did, if it just happened. She has no idea why the rest came back. But... That sounds like bullshit to me because in the opening episode of the first of the pilot of the first episode, she heads to the cemetery, which is weird in itself. I remember because like James is there because he got a call 
and she just shows up as like a doctor. It's like, why are you here? She's like, I heard, I heard a noise and they show it. They show a shot of her trunk and she has like seven blankets. So if she didn't expect for them to be coming back, she wouldn't have seven blankets. Right. The writers and director wouldn't make sure they showed all seven blankets in the trunk, kind of like a Willy Wonka shot where it was planned. Um, so right. again that, but then it seemed like she was in a very honest state with Will John, but I feel like that's a lie based on that opening shot. I don't know if you remember that. I, I recently went back and scrubbed through it. So I remember that. I wonder, I mean, it could potentially be just some sort of continuity error between seasons one and two. They didn't have it fully fleshed out yet. The story. Yeah. Um, it's, it seems like her main goal was to bring Will John back. And maybe some audience members might take that as like the ultimate testament of her love for him. But that's like a little over the top for me, no? 300 years later and you're still, your main goal is to bring back your long dead husband? Yeah. Until, until I know what death is, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to tell people to bring me back. That's, that's the tough situation there, I guess. Yeah. Like, hey, if death sucks, bring me back at, <laughs> at any cost, at any time. I don't want to be somewhere that sucks. But if it's like what I'm doing in the middle of my sleep, let me be. I guess, but then you never wake up. Yeah, but like you're sleeping. Good point. All right, let's, um, what else happens? Oh, one else made me laugh. She's standing in the water and Will John is like, I can't go in there. I'll drown. Buddy is two feet deep. She's a foot shorter than you, and she's just standing there. Can I come in? It's beautiful. I promise it's, it's all right. I'll drown. He was in the Navy. He's in the Navy, too. But that just means he's a boat person. He was captain of the Navy. I've never been more proud of you or us or the podcast when we said he sounded like a pirate, it turns out he was basically a professional pirate. <laughs> <laughs> he basically was killed for being a pirate, right? Yeah, some along that lines. Did some illegal shit on a boat just said okay. you're a pirate. Yeah, I mean, that's a pirate, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so, you know, just jump in the water, bud. She's trying to have sex with you. <laughs> you're not right. going to drown. It's three feet deep. The next biggest storyline, I think, was Sarah and Phil, which sucks because I like when James is heavily involved because he makes me laugh and I like him. But he wasn't. I think what happened with Sarah and Phil was more weird or bizarre, kind of like Phil is an information sucker. Like he'll just suck information out of you. Kind of pretty scary situation. Right. So I still I'm still not sure either way. Like, is this robotic? Is this alien? Is this some sort of angel hunter, like we said last episode recap? Like, I mean, that whole act of sucking secrets out of someone's mouth is a little weird to me. Oh, yeah. It's pretty pretty fucking bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Did you at one point, um, actually, this goes back to Alicia and Will, Jen, but when she was talking and they, they were in the water and she said something like, it's how humans operate, it's how they float. Did you have like a... Something in your head go, are they aliens? Are they not humans? Huh. That's a good point. I, I I had that notion, like I thought that, and I was like, I really fucking hope that's not the case. I don't want <laughs> I don't want this to now turn into an alien show. I mean that's kind of what's crazy about this show. And it could be a good thing or a bad thing. Like, here we are, half 
we've had season one, and now we're halfway through season two, and I have no idea what this show's about. <laughs> like, he's, is this an alien show? Is this a zombie show? You know? Is this a reincarnation show of real humans? Like, That's what uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's a reincarnation show of real humans. Me too. That sounds fun. It sounds something the, that I'd like to it have. sounds the most grounded as much as this show could possibly yeah. ever be grounded. That's what sounds the most grounded. Yeah. So Phil is running around. He almost tracks down Patty, which he doesn't even realize, but he does find Sarah in the park. And when they're in the park, um, he sucks all the information out of her, which she didn't tell him. He also says, you know what your job is. And she's like, yeah. And then she kind of goes and infiltrates Chris and police station, the police station yeah. and steals a gun. And that's where we left that. And, and Phil is, Phil is able to use all the information he got from her to track down Alicia. They have a chase through the woods. There's, she stabs him in the face with a knife. That's, that's mm-hmm. scary. I was like, that sucks. And then they showed like a bloody eye camera shot. So shout out to the uh, director of photography because that's probably something they spent half a day on perfecting the amount of blood and the filter in front of the camera to get that bloody eye point of view shot. Right. And in the end, it's like a two second clip. Right. Uh, probably. I, I thought it was pretty good though. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. We're getting a point of view and yeah, you just got a fucked yeah. up eye. Yeah. Guys looking through some blood right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that chase scene was kind of tame. I liked when she just ran into a tree at one point and fell. Oh, you know what I really liked in that chase scene? She's like running running yes he's ch- i know what you're gonna say he's chasing her she stops and hides behind a tree to try and make a um, phone call and no then- she's digging in her giant purse classic female problem <laughs> digging in the giant purse for the cell phone like just have it in your jeans you pull it right out you can dial while running and then she stops to look at the phone and all of a sudden she like looks up and he's closer you think yeah. you stopped running yeah. and he's chasing you <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that you're running for your life. It's, it's like when you're in a chase, rule number one, if you stop, they'll get closer. Yeah, I mean, you can dig. It's going to take you maybe a little longer, and you might slow down a little bit, but find the phone while you're sprinting. Were you expecting him to get her and, and kill her? Yes, but I was expecting him to ask. I don't really know why now that I think about it, but I was expecting us to get a little more dialogue, like maybe learn something about the reason he's chasing her. Yeah. But it does seem like, like you said, they're more robotic in these. Yeah. Like we're calling them angel hunters, but that's just a theory I read. Whatever they are, are a little more robotic and driven. I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, when it came down to it, he kind of just, I mean, obviously time was wasted because she put up a decent fight, but in the end knife right in the neck there. And he kind of just went on with his day. When, when Phil met with Sarah in the park, he said, what's wrong with you? And she said, nothing. And that is the same situation she was in the last episode at the park when Bo's mom, Phil's wife or right. sister-in-law said, what's wrong with you? And she said, I yeah. don't know. So maybe she is now becoming more into the devil, robot, whatever. Because it was like she couldn't figure it out. And now she seems to be more bought into that whole situation. That's yeah, it's... Right. We talked about it before. It's interesting. I mean, Vic and Phil kind of just woke up and were immediately like, I have one purpose. Like, I don't care if I break my leg or get stabbed in the eye. Like, it's going to happen. 
but she's obviously like she's knows what she has to do kind of but she has no idea why and she's kind of struggling with it at the same time yeah maybe it's because she just had a baby and now she actually cares for the baby and doesn't want to just go crazy into this i don't really know there's another thing with sarah she met kate at the park she just meets everyone at the park is this like this actress's only availability that she can just meet at the park all her scenes are at this park yeah it's the only place she takes the babies to the park okay so she met with kate at the park and they had an interesting talk and at one point sarah's saying i know he loves you more he'd kill for you he'd do anything for you he'd kill for you and there's a beat and it kind of seems like Kate realizes that she still does love James. And I think she even goes on to say that later. But here's my thought. That right there is foreshadowing. And in the next three episodes, maybe the last episode, James is going to have to make the decision to kill Sarah to save Kate. Because Sarah is going to be Vic, Phil, robot, evil, killing Kate. And, and he's wow. going to kill Sarah for Kate. That would certainly wrap up the love triangle. Yeah. And I think it's a good prediction. I can certainly see that happening. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's going to come into play. <laughs> yeah. The other thing we didn't talk about with Alicia is that she she did make that deal before she died and let that Nicola right. girl. I don't know how that plays out now because I don't know what Nicola got out of that. She, she was getting Alicia and now she doesn't have her. Well, right. Alicia wanted to go back to the lab, right? And finish. Uh-huh. Or even restart this experiment to kind of increase the boundary. Yeah, to fix the boundary. It was closing in on everyone. We had and two situations. Yeah. What? We had two situations where the boundary was closing. Will John oh, yeah, yeah. hit it in the yeah. car and then Kate, she needs to get off that motorcycle. motorcycle. Yeah. Not a fan. So in exchange for that, letting her redo the experiment back at Norgard, Nicola gets all of Alicia's research from after she came back to life. So that's a couple of years worth and obviously enough to make this experiment actually happen. So pretty valuable. And I mean, Kate's realizing, not Kate, Alicia's realizing that, um, hey, like she doesn't want Norgard to have this information, but literally all that seems important to her at this point is not having Will John die again. So she made the deal. Yeah. I have no idea how that's going to play out. I'm kind of interested what... All the other storylines that we'll move on to now have nothing to do with why this is happening or the bigger picture. It's more just the individual storylines of the Risen Returned and their history and shit like that, which I think I am more gripped on. The actual, which was more season one, the history of the individuals, not the big picture. I think I like that a little more, maybe because it's right. not as confusing. And in season one, it also, we still kind of thought that was a lot more important than it's proven to be i mean season two isn't over yet and it still could be important and it could be the reason why these are the seven that came back but it does seem a little secondary to the main plot and they're just kind of touching on everything just because they feel like they have to yeah hopefully that changes but that's what it seemed like this episode yeah i'd love for them to get interconnected i thought like at the end of season one i thought they were all going to get interconnected especially when patty was trying to get his house back and norgard was trying to buy the house and all that shit i thought but as they go well so chris got to meet all the returned and all the risen and i kind of loved 
that scene where he walks in and yes. sees Kirsten and sees Charlie and he's just like wide eyed and curious and like, yeah. and it kind of brought some innocence or na- naivety to the world that even as the audience, we are now like very used to. And he's looking at them like they're not right. even humans. And it's like, yeah, he's right. These, this is weird. <laughs> at first I actually thought he was like dumbstruck because he knew Kirsten, that's kind of the uh, look he was giving, and then uh, I realized he was basically like, just had when she told him like to stop looking at her, like he just had the dumbest look on his face, which I would have that same look. I yeah. saw a bunch of people that. Yeah, like he was looking for something to be like, yeah, I can tell you've been dead or something like that, but it was it's not there because they're just human and they're talking back to him. She's like, what the fuck are you looking at? Right, Kirsten with all her teenage <laughs> angst, and the reason that Chris knows is because James has a creepy as fuck dream with Vic. Which they opened the season up. They knew what they were doing. Like I was like, what, is Vic rides from the dead now? Is he back? Is this a flashback? And then it was some sort of mix of flashback dream, I would guess. But it got Vic's actor another scene. Oh, yes. And this time he was like digging into his skull. <laughs> picking, it started out Staring normal. at me in my eyes. Yep. I didn't like it. If I had no. that dream, I would tell Sarah as well. Like, hey, I killed Vic. He's in my dreams. I need, him. <laughs> I need him to get the hell out of my dreams. He's doing this weird fucking brain picky thing. Just, I killed him, all right? <laughs> yeah, that's the reason people confess right there. Yeah, uh, creepy dreams. That's it. I mean, Chris, nothing else came of it, really. See, and, and, no. and James told Chris because Sarah told him to tell. So Sarah is playing this angle now where it's... Right. And uh, I'm not sure Chris will be useful. At any point, maybe just comedic relief. Yeah, I liked his when he said, um, "You treated me like a complete fucking idiot." Right. It's like yes, and then James went on to lie to him about Vic and continued to treat him like a complete fucking idiot. Exactly. Kirsten got her time finally, and you know what? In the previews for all these episodes, they keep showing the scene, like in the preview before this episode, like previously. On glitch, it's like Charlie's like, "What's that?" She's like, "It's my skateboard." It's like, how does that? How is that going to come into play? Why do you keep showing us that? <laughs> it didn't come into play, but she got a lot more. She had a flashback of walking to the party in the woods. Australian parties in Uranus seem real cool. Just drinking in the woods by the lake, except that people die. That's where she died. And the flashback right. was that her friend Vicky, who we've been introduced to, took her there. Then she realizes Vicky had something to do, might have had information. So she read her testimony and Vicky just completely lied and said she didn't know her. They weren't even good friends. Vicky owns a real estate place in town. They're going to track her down. I'm interested to see how, where that develops. We still need a guy very, with a tattoo to show up. Yeah, I was very interested in that. And I was kind of upset we didn't learn more about it this episode. I mean, they kind of they teased it for next week. But yeah, I mean, could... Vicky have murdered Kirsten or could Vicky's boy toy have murdered Kirsten? And you know, this was just kind of sweeping it under the rug, blaming someone, framing someone else. Knowing how like, you know, promiscuous Kirsten is. Maybe it was the devil's threesome gone wrong. Oh, well she, Kirsten did say that Vicky was the wild one. Yeah. Tough for Kirsten overall. Like, I feel like she's yeah. got, like we were, we were giving Charlie all the sympathy last week. So hard for him that he doesn't even know who he truly is. Kirsten got murdered, her best friend. Like, every piece that she's putting together sucks. 
Yeah. Um, but speaking of Charlie, did he have anything? Like, no. He, I re- I realized he was in this episode, but he didn't do anything. No, all he did was be uh, talking a soundboard for Kirsten. Right. Which is fine. We got two Charlie flashbacks last step. I'm hoping that we get more. Like I said, I like that aspect of the show just as much, if not more, than the whole thing yep. right now. But last episode, I, I liked the whole thing. This episode kind of it has me in like a washing machine where I'm like just my brain's just <laughs> circling around. I'm like, what is happening? Do I want to know? Is it going to be worth it? Because I'm, I'm getting kind of scared the payoff isn't worth it. Right. And now that, I mean, it kind of sounds weird, but since this is only episode three, but we're halfway through the season. I know. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure stuff will, I'm confident things will come together, but I have a lot of questions about the main plot that I want answered. And then I have a lot of things about the secondary plots that I want answered. And, you know, every episode we don't get the answers. It seems like time's running out a little bit. Yeah. We did get more Patty storyline. He's teamed back up with Bo. The odd couple is back together. That's nice. Especially now since Bo knows his dad's like the devil and he needs to protect Patty from his dad. That was a nice little moment we had there where he was like, I hate you. I hate my dad. My dad's trying to get you. Okay. I guess I don't hate you as much as I hate my dad. You need to get out of here. Right. And I like when Patty and Bo are together. I mean, yeah, they're, they're more family than Phil and Bo, aren't they? Patty is his great, great, great grandfather or whatever. And Phil's just a stepdad, right? Phil's a stepdad. I'm not positive on that, but it would seem likely me. Me neither, then. They look alike, but... That's true. Um, did you hear... Did you like that conversation where he called him a darky? First, he called him an abo for season one. It's like, you can't call me that. He called him a darky. <laughs> it's like, you can't call me that either, man. Come on. <laughs> He's like, you know, I don't mean it. I loved your loved your great-great-great-grandma, Kalinda. Back to the Phil, now that it was just brought up again. What I thought was interesting when... Is when, when he goes to the cabin, uh, the thing with Patty reminded me of it. When he goes to the cabin to find Alicia, he basically walks in on Kirsten and Kate both sleeping. Yeah, creepily, and like gets memories or just as a scent. What was that? He didn't suck the memories out, but he got close and he got memories from, was it both of them or was it just Kirsten? Both of them. Okay. So he didn't suck them out, but still got their memories. Maybe they're easier. Easier pulls. To get memories <laughs> from. Yeah, sure. But he didn't harm them at all. Yeah. He only was after Alicia, who at that point had already taken off with Bill John. And that and that, so and, I, that and that's I, different I, because in season one, Vic killed Maria, Anna. I think Anna was the, her daughter's name. It killed Maria. So that's different. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder if that was just kind of a collateral damage type thing or if they don't really want to hurt the returned or if they basically just wanted to get rid of the doctor who could help them first and foremost. Yeah. And then it would be easy to pick off the rest maybe. Yeah. I mean, my, my like one guess is if this is a returning thing, like Alicia has returned multiple times and she's trying to figure out how to get other people returned, then maybe Vic and, and Phil and Sarah are sent from the underworld because they know that a returned life is bad and always only ends up in shambles. So they want to put an end to the returning. So people take up dead bodies to go handle that situation, almost like a guardian angel, but to make sure that people don't return. Does that make any sense? It does. And I mean, it could have just, 
if it was just Alicia body hopping around for 300 years, maybe they're like, ah, whatever, let her do what she wants to do. But now, you know, we've got a whole basketball team coming back from the, <laughs> the dead, like half the town. So, yeah, they could want to intervene now. Could yeah. be their motivation just to kind of restore the normal order to things. Yeah. Also with Patty, which I thought was good, another comic relief this episode, was the lawyer comes back. Yeah. To his house. Gets trapped. Right. He's walking towards him, and he's, like, pointing to his briefcase like I have news, and steps in one of the bear traps that Charlie planted, Pretty and good. then threatens to sue him because he's a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> My lawyer made me laugh when he's like, look, at there's the blood stain." <laughs> the lawyer goes, mate, you need more than a dirty floor to prove homicide. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so I like the Greek lawyer. Shoots him straight. You got to think Patty is going to figure this out. I, you don't know how, but it just seems like he's going to figure out a way to get that house back. They've spent two seasons of him trying. Right. And I mean, I don't know how. Maybe he remembers something of that murder. Maybe that really is ground zero for the returned. Uh, he somehow gets it back that way. I don't, uh, I don't know. Like we said, there's a lot of things that need to be wrapped up. I'm really hoping it's a tight web at the end and it gets wrapped up. We also had Kate this episode, like just riding around on her motorcycle, being dumb, hitting seeing the, Owen at the bar, going to Owen at the bar. Um, well, well, like stalking him because he yeah. he had his truck out front, and then she kind of like breaks up with him because she says, "I needed, I used you to see if I could move on," and I think her telling was that she can't move on, and that was also the moment she had with Sarah, where she was like, "Yeah, I do like right. it." But I'll still play pool with you. And she gets all flirty and she's like, yeah, I'll kick your ass in pool. It's like, shut up, Kate. <laughs> kind of being annoying. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that. I mean, Yeah, she did. Well, she was giving a very stocky vibe. But then at the same time, it's like, if you come back from the dead and you're an adult without a job or anything, really, mm -hmm. other than just the clothes on your back, like, what are you supposed to do all this? If you already know how you died, Kate like came back. She's like, oh, yeah, I just died recently of cancer. Like, I know my husband. I know my best friend. I have nothing to figure out. I'm bored as hell. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna pretend to be an FBI agent, and I'm going to go play pool at this pub with <laughs> Owen Birdman. I like that Owen called her out on her stupid disguise again. She's all yeah. embarrassed. Like, nah, it's just sunny out. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Shut up, Kate. Uh, that's, that's, that's it. So... I need answers. I need to know what Will John's going to do now with Alicia gone. And he got some new information. I don't know if he tells James this. If Norgard gets involved now, I don't know how they play out. Sarah's definitely up to some shit. She has a gun. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like Norgard isn't really bad. I mean, they don't really care about the return. They just care about the science. But they're not, I guess inherently villains at this point so maybe we come back to norgard and if alicia doesn't come back then nicola's the one that's gonna have to help us yeah save the day yeah i mean i don't know very confused i i, I do think that i found something that james is gonna have to kill sarah to save kate right i think i'm gonna stick with that until uh, it happens if it doesn't I mean, happen we've we've clearly moved the plot more forward with most obviously, Alicia's murder. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I still have the same main plot questions I still have from the end of episode one, right? Like like we said, what are these things? Like, are they zombies? 
Yeah. Or they just returned humans. Uh, there's some sort of body hopping alien viruses. Like, we still don't know. We still don't know the point. I guess we do know the point, Alicia bringing everyone back, but we don't even know if she's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, we have three episodes left. I'm confident a lot will be answered, but I'm not confident everything I want to know will be answered. Depends if they got renewed or not. <laughs> yeah, right. And I mean, it can be a good thing. I do like when shows can leave up certain things to audience interpretation, but there are some things you absolutely need answers. Of course. To. Yep. And, and I think in, in my perfect world, the web that they have gets like wound and it all is connected and all the returns pass are connected somehow. And, and we know why they came back. I think that's what I, what I would like and that they aren't aliens. Yeah. Right. I think that would turn out for, to be like just a very clever and it's like a, a smart like clot overall. Uh-huh. They somehow were to weave all this together. This is the reason. These are what. This is the reason the people came back. Yeah, I thought and that, what it all and was. I thought they were really taking us down that path when they showed Charlie had been at Patty's and Patty's was a psych hospital at one point. Right, and they still could. Yeah. All right. That's uh. That's the end of episode right. two. No, wrong. Great, Jimmy. Episode three. So, um, <laughs> that one was my least favorite of the three. And the biggest thing happened, Agreed. I guess, with Alicia dying and um, Sarah going full robot bad person. And I have but no, no idea. no one's ever really dead in this show. Yeah, so no one's ever really dead. A death really isn't that big of a plot point. I think you might have to turn to Ash. The other thing was Thank Alicia God. didn't know that why the boundary was closing in. And she thought maybe it had something to do with Carlos's death. I don't know what that means. Right. But... That's all. Every time one of them dies, it becomes a smaller radius, maybe. Yeah, it could be true. Also, how about if this, like, were the science in the future? Like, you can just bring people back? What about all those people that got cremated? I feel so bad. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Patty had to get up on <laughs> dust. Uh, yeah, but his skeleton was still there, no? I don't know. All right, oh, well. Ho- hopefully we'll have more answers after episode four. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next week. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, it's at John Boy for me, John Boy underscore at easy underscore Mac with a K for Evan, or just talk to us on at Talking Glitch on Twitter, which is picking up a little. The the network and the show itself follows us and is like the tweets. So that's cool. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much a milestone for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you listen, let us know. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. We out. <laughs>